evening. We started last, we started in the last year, the subject in Amafkid of a parent who hands something over to their child and the child is negligent. In a scenario where the child is not able to pay because it doesn't have the funds, child over Baba Bas Mitzvah, is the parent chayav to pay? Right? So, first of all, is the parent allowed to give it to the child? And if they are allowed, what does that mean that they're allowed? What actually happens? So that was all, we, we, we went around the room, everyone had a chance to voice an opinion. And just to remind you of the basics that we saw already in the Gemara and Hamafki, Dachman Base, starts from Adonav, King of Adonav Base, the Gemara brought a story of a gentleman who was handed money, who was handed money by his friend, and um, to, look, to hold for him, to look after. And he in turn needed to do whatever he needed to do, so he couldn't look after it, so he handed it over to his mother, and asked his mother to Sir Reuben, gave money over to Shimon, Shimon gave it to Shimon's mother to look after. She did not bury it in the ground as one should have at that time in that generation, and it was subsequently stolen. So the taina on the um, Shimon is, you know, you hand it over to your mother. The taina on, um, on, on, sorry, on um, the mother was, why didn't you bury it in the ground? Why didn't you look after it properly? So on the taina of Shimon, how could you hand it over to your mother? We saw your side at the beginning of Membeisam base, uh, 1b, that when somebody deposits something with someone else, they have in mind that they're not necessarily going to be able to look after it the whole time themselves, and therefore their whole family who are of age, over Bar are in the parasha of people who are acceptable to deposit it with them. And we'll see more we'll see more about that, how exactly that works, what exactly that means very shortly. So therefore that's the reason why the son is off the hook, because um Wataka is a little bit of a chiddish by extension is that the family isn't just Ishto Yobonov, it's also Imoy. Would that apply if his mother doesn't doesn't say in the Gemara Bikhal that his mother lived with him? So if his mother lives somewhere else, Taka to me is a bit of a stretch to say that you can hand it over to the mother as well. How 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 far does that go? But upon him as I state very clearly here in the Gemara. So then over to yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, that's what you mean. That, 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 I have to think about. Does the other person, does the person giving it to you know that you have someone else living in your house? If let's say you have two people sharing an apartment, right, uh, and, and you give something to one of them, does this halacha, Abbas Ishto Bonov, is it strictly blood relatives or does it also include, you know, uh, if you have a shvigil living in your house, that's a whole different shit. <laughs> and uh, back upon him, um, that's in your other exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so, 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 so upon him, I'm not sure. I, I, I hear the shine. Um, so, so now the next part of the Gemara is what do you do about the fact that this uh, mother did not bury it in the ground; she was some holding it. So the Gemara said that the mother turned around and said, "He didn't tell me it wasn't his. I thought it was his. And normally, the money he gives me needs." access so to speak so therefore I didn't bury in the ground so he could access it so in turn the Gemara turned back to him and said why didn't you tell your mother wasn't yours so he said what do you mean she's a Yiddish mother I thought if she thinks it's mine she's going to look after it better than anyone else's money you know my Yossi's guilt it's, 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 uh, you know so therefore I didn't, I, I didn't think I needed to so the Gemara says effectively each one has a good taina each one has to make a sure to their taina and uh, Mafkid unfortunately walks away and carries the loss and again, on this, on this one could ask, because one could ask, nothing to do with what we're discussing here, just some kasha out there on the sugya. 
uh, in case the sugi went too smoothly last week, just a few, just to open your mind a little bit. In Mimonashuk, if the son should have realized that if his mother thinks it's his, she's going to, it's easily accessible, as opposed to, well, it's not easily accessible, then by not telling the mother, it will be Pshir. So the, the, the son says, Fuck yeah, I thought that she's going to look after it better. The, the mother in turn turns around and says, that I thought it was my son, so that's why I didn't bury it properly. So, each one's entitled to make an assumption. If the mother's entitled to make the assumption that if it's my son's, it needs to be accessible, then why doesn't the son have to tell the mother it's mine? You understand what I'm asking? That it's not mine, correct. And therefore, bury it properly, because I don't need it now, I'm not going to need it for for a month, or however long it is. He's saying he thought that she would put it in the... He's saying he thought she'd look after it even better... Because it was his. Yeah, now, now, why didn't she look after it even better when it was his? Because she thought it needs to be accessible. So that, so that itself, so, so there's part of the story we're missing, which you have to make up, and whichever way you make it up, it leaves a question mark. Did he normally need his funds? Yeah, what, what was she basing that on? If she had no right to make that assumption, then even if it would have been his, and it would have got stolen, she would have been liable. Because why didn't you bury it in the ground? Right? So, vice is the Gemara doesn't have a problem had it been his that you didn't bury in the ground. Problem was it wasn't his. Yeah, but except presumably she, she, he then wouldn't be at the time. So, so why? So why is that? Namely, the man says, He didn't say it wasn't his that I should bury it. What does that mean? Why, if it's not his, do you need to bury it? So, the simplest way of explaining that is that because if it's his then he needs it more right. more accessible him knowing that therefore he risks that's, the, is, that's the downside if that is the case if that's the case that had it been his she would have been off the hook because she wasn't Rukhut a bit so if that's Taka the case then he had a duty to tell her because he should know that the level of Shmira is different from mine than someone else's so that that itself is a little bit of a question mark here the, the two tainas but basically the fact that, you're, that we're saying each one can get off the hook. But is the level of it's not the level of is different, but if the says that he needs funds instantly when he delivers them, to his, uh, 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 deposits it with his mother, then she's not mechut to bury it in the ground. The Gemara discusses that with Gabi Motzah Shabbos and other things. People who need it for half dollars, so you don't have to bury it in the ground. There is a precedent for that. So the Gemara itself doesn't doesn't explain, and that's not that's really beyond the remit of what we're discussing today. I'm just just throwing it out there because I made it sound very simple last week and. It's, it's the, the number of shayas one could ask on different stages in this more, and that is one of them. Moving back to the to, to the ikkishayla that we have, the ikkishayla that we have is number that like is when it says in the Gemara, when you deposit something with someone else, you have to realize that it's not just them who are necessarily going to look after it; it's also their family. So the question we asked last week is, how far does that go? In the event that someone delivers something to me to look after, and I give it to one of my kids to look after when I'm not there, right? I leave it on their on their watch, so to speak. What does that mean? Does that mean that they are acting for me, or does that mean that they are acting for you? You've given me the item to look after. They're now your shema. As long as I'm not there, you're there, your shema. And maybe when I come back, we switch back again. But now, in the interim period, while they're looking after it, it's on their watch, and and they're your shema. Nafkim in a being, obviously. If it calls the calls man, let's just be clear. The Gemara is not coming for this point. The Gemara's point here 
is that the mice it got it, uh, it got stolen and it wasn't sheer in what she did because of the reason justification that she had so therefore as long as there's nothing wrong with handing it over to the mother in principle because you've given it to the son you didn't give it to the mother as long as the son has a right uh, to pass over to his mother then the same Geneva that he would be potter from his mother's potter from and Sean Mani saw that's what the woman wants to say but if he wouldn't be allowed to hand over to his mother then even if she did the best shmir in the world and it got stolen then Pasha said be potter yeah, it's it's sorry, it's and it's we need to see why and we, need, and we need to see why we need to see why that should be. And that's going to be the Gemara we're going to see in a second over the page. That's the Ikir Sugya of Shem Mishmos and Hashem we're going to learn in a minute. I just want to throw out here the question which we learned last week quickly, Tosis inside. I just want to look through Tosis again as to what happens when the son or the parent or whoever it is that you hand it over to. So I'm going to be the Shem for purposes of the, sh- of the next, next uh, few Shem. I'm the Shem you've given it to and I give it to a member of my family. If they are negligent, making them chayev, and they haven't got the funds to pay. Am I chayav to pay? That's what we that's what we need to work out now. And it turns out in this sugya here in this commandment base and in the earlier sugya before. So let's just learn Tasis now and then we'll go back to the sugya before we do the other Shonim underneath. Says Tasis, my base and base to give him a soul call. That's as far as the fact that, that you can't turn around and say to the mother, I believe the son, I don't believe the mother, and therefore you have no business giving you over to the mother. Because remember, in the Gomorrah, the mother is getting off the hook by making sure it got stolen. Who, how do we know it got stolen? Only based on the mother's sure. Now, if you don't believe the mother, then you've got nothing to believe that this is actually what happens on. Right? It's only her. I don't know. The son doesn't know because the son wasn't there at the time. If the son would have been there, it would have been on his watch. There wouldn't be any problem. Right? He wasn't there at the time. And therefore, since he wasn't there, you're relying solely on the mother's shur. So, one of the tainas of why Shemishnu Asalashem is a problem is because you can say, you believe me, you don't believe him, or her, or whoever it might be. And there, and that, the Gemara says, it doesn't apply by relative. By relative, that doesn't apply. And what, what do they mean it doesn't apply? Because, Kol al das You knew. You knew it was effectively as if, or see in the sugya, it effectively was as if they gave you a long list of people and you sanctioned all of them to be shemim. So that means you believe all of them. And if you think any particular member of my family isn't someone you'd be happy to rely on their sure, then you've got to make a disclaimer and say, by the way, please don't give it to X. But if you don't make that disclaimer, you know you're giving it to my entire family above Baal and Any one of them can be a shemer. And if on their watch anything goes wrong, that they're potter from and therefore they want to make it sure to pat themselves you believe them and if you don't you've got to tell me heads up straight away is that, that presumes you know all the members of the family yeah. this touches this a bit on Bertie's point and it presumes that when you give something to your son that you're giving it in a normal state of affairs that you're giving it normal shmira which presumably is not so obvious what do you mean I'm saying Stan when you have something to give just to your son to look after you're not something engaging in a full blown normal cover normal shmira you don't need to he is a shaman are you going to sue him if anything goes wrong? It's a separate question. But he's a shame. I'm saying, but so is the son Roy to know, right? But therefore, when when the father's giving it to me, that I'm now being recovered full. So again, full shmir. As a godel, he should know that when I'm taking something, I'm responsible. I need to look after it. This is a question we raised last week in the shi. Is that you know? But when, when we come to nowadays, you know, if you give me your phone and I give it to my son, no. They're probably better looking after these things than we are. But if you give me an envelope with ten thousand dollars in or pounds in, 
and I give it to my 14 year old 13 year old son then you might not be as excited about that prospect right uh, you know I might not be <laughs> as excited about that prospect so uh, whether that and, and the Gemara doesn't differentiate between values and items and not, 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 no chiluk at all not shoklok so that type we have to be ma'ayin once we get to the practical halacha whether there's room to say uh, again we never like to turn around and say that the uh, doesn't actually apply nowadays in certain circumstances because times have changed you, you have to have some kind of precedent for that but in the swara this swara is based on das mnei odom right it's based on the das of people what people understand and what people understand as we're going to see is when you give something to, to a person you you, you uh, at the time the Gemara upon him the way it was, if you give something to a person, you have to understand they can give it to the Hamishbach. Most of the Bnei Beis I wouldn't have their own money. Correct. So again, so you're putting in the eyes of the Shimer, in the eyes of the of the, of the Fakir, and I don't know where my where we're going to get my money from. Yeah. Now, if at the time they have no money, whether that's grounds to Mechalik as opposed to if they have money and then lost money afterwards. That we'd have to see. There's a, there's nothing in the about that. Let, let, let's see. At the moment, I'm telling you the sugya al pi pshutzi how it is in the Gemara, Gemara Rashi, Gemara Rashi There's no difference as to the value of the item. I'm sure there's a degree of hakpoda. Again, in Svara, I would understand there should be a difference in hakpoda. The Gemara doesn't say a chilik. The Gemara doesn't say a chilik. So as I remember, Shochnov doesn't say a chilik. Uh, so again, first we're learning. We're, we're, let's leave the practical that part of it, how it would work nowadays, and what Dasmi Adam is. We're, we're nowhere near ready for that. We've got quite a few shrooms to get to before that. It's quite a bit of lumpness to get to before that. Uh, but, but, but we'll put that on the back burner that that is a, a shayla to bring up at the time. Would that be Dasmi Adam Minastam nowadays? Let's, let's leave that as, as it stands. Tak upon him, Tosis now turns around and says, "Anyone who believes in time, the impashu." In other words, as long as the shem is okay, makes sure the family member they're okay. But if they're negligent, even if they haven't got the funds to pay, that's it. It's still sorry. Sorry, Then the So in other words, even if the the family member doesn't have what to pay the, the initial shamer has to pay up the initial shamer doesn't stop being liable otherwise any time you gave a man a married man something to look after in theory his wife could come along and eat it and she'd get off the hook because uh, she's the one who took it I didn't do anything wrong and she's potter she, she hasn't got the funds because she's a married woman and I'm potter because by 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 uh, so that can't be says Tosis. Lukach nami hocha mishtabe imed zahanu zuzi yisvinu ber karatelis to shule posha. The mother has to make sure that she wasn't negligent because first it has to start with her. But behold, the common name le imed lishalme la mishum dim loyal la malushalim she potter nifkud ella to shalim lebna kushayelo. So the Gemara is worried why it says you should tell the mother to pay. Why the mother to pay? Why don't you tell the son to pay? If you don't know Nitosis and you learn the moment the son hands over to the mother, the son's off the hook, then obviously tell the mother to pay because the son's got nothing to do with it. But if you hold the buck stops with the son and when he gives it to the mother, that's all we hold by Aldas Ishtu Bonov is you're not being negligent in giving it to Mishpacha. But Ba'edsen, the mother still the Shomer on behalf of the son, but the son is then the one who's responsible and liable for this Bikodon. So why, why does the mother say you should make the mother pay? Well, she said you should make the son pay. So, so it says, 
you go to the, 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 the mother, ask her to pay, but if she hasn't got the funds, then you would still go to the son. So Tosus is learning very clearly that the Shemasa Shema, which is normally Asa, which the Gemara says is Mutter by Bnei Beisai, by Mishpacha, that it's Mutter by Bnei Beisai does not exempt the initial Shema from his responsibilities. All it does is it means that you haven't been negligent by giving it over to them, but you stay a Shema. We'll see the Ramban and the Rajban and the Ritva argue with this, and they say no. When you hand over to the family member, you're off the hook. You're passing Gansen. And if they haven't got funds, tough. That's it. The shame has got no, the, the owner's got no claim from you. Now let's before we're ready to see these are showing him, let's see the Gemara earlier on in our Mafkid. Taflamavov. If you turn over number four A. Gemara says Taflamavov and with Aleph. The line begins Itma where there's a little arrow. Itma. Shoma Shemosala Shoma. When, when you give something to me to look after as a shomer, and I hand it over to another shomer without telling you, without your permission, I decide I want to pass the buck, I give it over to another shomer. Rav Amapotter, Rav says that I'm, that I've done nothing wrong by handing it over to another shomer. Rabbi Yechlom Achayev, Rabbi Yechlom Achayev, from Leibel. Omar Abayah, Letami de Rav, so Abayah says, according to Rav, who says that you're Potter, Loimi boy, not only my potter, if I upgraded the level of Shmira by giving it to a Shemesacha who's paid, so he's a better type of Shema in theory, than the Louis Aile Lishmasa, who have improved the Shmira, even if I'm a Shemesacha who's a higher level of Shema, and I give it to a Shemechinom, the Guri Gorishmasa, who I've downgraded the Shmira, potter. Now, what does that mean, potter? Potter if Geneva Aveda happens, or potter if, if Oynas happens? Right? Shem Esachah is Chayev for Geneva Aveda, potter from Oynas. Shem Echinam is potter even from Geneva Aveda. So obviously it means, not that, that it means if Oynas happens, and the Shemir wants to, the second Shemir wants to make sure that Oynas happens, he's potter. But if the second Shemir makes sure that Geneva happened, and he'd be potter because he's Shem Echinam, but the first shame is a shame of Sacha, but for, for sure the first shame is still going to be Chayev. Pashtus. No, where even where you, even where you've downgraded it, you're Potter. So for sure it'd be Potter. Yeah, it's not, it's not Shia. At the moment we're talking about the Mandama says Potter. Sorry, so I'm saying this too early. Right, Sheikh. At the moment we're saying it's going to Mandama, going to Rab, it says you're Potter. So what are you, so what, no, no, I'm right, no. Alright. Right. Even though you're Potter, you're only Potter if, if, uh, um, Oynas happened. But if Geneva Ravid happened, you should be Chayev. Because you, Maisa, you're Shem Esachem. Shem Esachem, Moselah Shem Echinam. He's downgraded the Shmira, and Oynas happens. So do you say that since I've downgraded Shmira, even though Oynas happened, I was negligent, I'm Peshea. Or not? So Gemara says no, there's no problem at all. And we'll see why in the Gemara. So the shame of someone's getting paid for doing it. Right. And he subcontracted to somebody else who's not being paid. Right. right. And the onus happens. Yeah. Right. Potter. My tama, says the Gemara, because in the end of the day, I gave it over to a mature adult, someone who's responsible, so there's no pshia in giving it to this bendas. Now again, like, I want to be clear. You're paying me to look after something. Right. I give it over to my son, who I'm not paying. Forget my son, forget the sugya. Uh, I'm giving, I give it to Hashem Echinam, who's not being paid. Now you, 
by virtue of the fact that you paid me to look after it, gives you a higher level of achrayis. Means I'm going to be chayif for gnevavaveda. And that's still the case at the moment, Pashas. That's still the case. So you haven't lost by me giving it to someone who's, who is not being paid. The fact is, since you paid, you still got the achrayis that if it gets stolen or lost, yeah. I'm going to be liable to you. Except, except that I'm paying you because I want the shmir ma'alia. Which you're so getting. Two things. I'm getting A, I'm getting insurance policy in the event of getting obeyed. And B, I'm getting a, a Shmir Ma'alia. I don't rely upon insurance policy, I'm on Shmir Ma'alia. Is the show Masoka? Now, and now when you're handing it over, the Shmir Ma'alia has gone out the window. But is that, is that the case? And it might not. The show Masoka has to do a better Shmir. Well, well. Or is it just he has more liability if it goes wrong? If you, if you flip over the page for one second, just on that question, I wasn't doing it yet. But look at the Ritzvah, we'll do one line of the Ritzvah, 3A. Right? Pirish Adas says the Ritzvah with What does that mean? No, no, That which we say that if you give me something to look after, you know, you're going on holiday, so you give me your cat. For Pesach. Now, I can't be with this cat 24-7. So, so therefore, when I go out to shul or wherever else I go out to, a matzah ramble, I have to give someone else, I should take the cat with, but I have to give someone else in my mishpacha the chance to walk the cat, right? So, <laughs> one does that. So, 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 so therefore, obviously, you understand that I'm doing your over here, I'm looking after your cat, so you can't expect me to look after it the whole time. So my whole mishpacha, you know, they're also going to lend a hand, right? That's okay. I'm not being paid. But when you pay me to look after something, then I'm being paid. So I've got no right to start handing it out to my wife and my kids and everything else. As I learned it at all. Even, what's what I'm saying, even if you're paying them, even if you're making sure myself to them, then, then the Pashtus, the way the Ritual, the Ritual doesn't say very much. Pashtus, what the Ritual is saying, is this extra leeway that we give a Shoma, that he's allowed to stretch it to his family members, is only by Shoma Chinam scenario, which is what, um, I'm just, the only reason I'm being this now, it's not for the actual halachi, he says, but more because this seems to fall in line with what Eli was saying, is that there's a different standard of, of, of shmirah that we expect from Hashem Yisachar than from Hashem Echinom. Hashem Yisachar is being, uh, being paid for the shmirah, Hashem Echinom isn't. Let me bring another moshul, the moshul. Yeah? Um, this itself is a contentious issue among, amongst Rishonim. But let me ask you a question, Azay. Hashem Yisachar is chayev for Gnei Vavita. Right? He's Potter from Einstein. Why is he Chayv Gnei Vavidah? How do you understand Poshim Shabbat? Why is he Chayv Gnei Vavidah? But why is he Chayv Gnei Vavidah and not for Einstein? Sorry? You can't take steps. You can't take steps. And Einstein? You can't. Okay. Let me ask you, let me ask you this question. Why is a shoyal chayah for insim? Is he chayah for insim because in some way he didn't do a proper shmirah? No. Why? Because the definition of insim is hogafu, it's got nothing to do with you. Right? It died. In the middle of the night. Everything you did, everything perfect. It's, it's time came. Right? Every dog has its day. Finished. It died. So there's nothing to do with you and no, you know, did nothing wrong. Died. He accepts a higher level mm-hmm. of responsibility because he's using it. Right, but, but, but the difference with Shoyal. So, so the difference with Shoyal is that his responsibility 
has actually got nothing to do with his duty of care it's not that in any way he's being negligent or anything remotely to do with him it's basically he's offering an insurance policy in lieu of the fact that he's not paying to use it right? because the Gemara says he's got all the benefits for that comes at a price what's the price? you're underwriting it even it's got nothing to do with you just think what it means and, and we've we discussed this in the past I can borrow your £30,000 car I can park it on the road outside Monks or any other place I park it in a place I'm allowed to park it in a parking space and everything fine I've done everything perfect I go into Dublin I come out and someone's done a three point turn outside the harvest into the car and done a run I've done nothing wrong absolutely nothing wrong whatsoever nothing now that's Einsim right Pashas that doesn't come on to Geneva that's Einsim right I'm Chayev it's a £30,000 car I'm, I'm Chayev to pay wherever the damage is I did nothing wrong you're right well, when you borrowed it, that's what you're having. Now, nowadays, whether that would still apply, or I'm entitled to assume you've got insurance, separate not for today. But Lemaisa, Oynas is Chayev, nothing to do with the, with the Shmira. Oynas is Chayev because they, like you say, they undertook the liability because that's what they took. Now, Shemes Socha, how do you define Shemes Socha? Is Shemes Socha someone who, since he's being paid for his Shmira, he underwrites liability, even if he does the best Shmira in the world? Or no? Is a Shemesacha someone who's Chayev because he didn't do a good enough Shmira? So, Pashtus, Pashtus, the difference between Gneva Aveda and Oinsim is that Gneva Aveda are not an Oinus. Genius, right? They're not an Oinus. What does that mean that they're not an Oinus? That means there is some some level. Now, uh, by the way, as far as if you start with Pshia down here and Onus up here, right, and you want to put Geneva of Aveda in between, Aveda is definitely going to be lower down than, than, than Geneva, right? That, that should be partial. Don't you? you don't know where it is again. It doesn't mean you don't know where you put it. That we've seen, that's Pshia, right? So here's Pshia, here's you don't know where you put it, and here's Aveda, and here's Geneva, and here's Onus, right? So now, again, and we know if you leave the front door open and it gets stolen, that's not Geneva, that's Pshia. Right, so Geneva means that you did what you needed to do, and it got stolen. So Terence is what you did the shmira expected from you, but the Maisa you were being paid, so you you should have sat there on top of it. You own Valila. And Taki, you find this little lotion in some of the Rishonim, and the Gemara discusses a case where where there's a shepherd looking after uh, animals, and a lion comes along, and the Gemara discusses how what what should the shepherd do? There's a lion here. And the Gemara differentiates between whether it is Shemichinom or Shemichinom, what he's responsible to do. So, yes, Pashtus, from all the sugis you see, that there's a higher standard expected of a Shemichinom than there is from a Shemichinom. Right? So, if that's the case, that, that was written very nicely in, in, in the Ritva. Ritva is saying, that which we say to a person, Shemichinom, we basically take an approach, as long as he's done nothing blatantly wrong, what do you want from him? He's doing a favor. So go easy on him. So again, we, we give him more, more rope, we give him more leeway, and included in that leeway is our locha, Hadas Ishtobanov. You know what? He can't look after him the, the whole time himself. He's allowed to use family members. Shemasocha. I go and pay Mr. Security for him to look after it. So yes, he can use employees, because they're all shomim, qualified shomim, but now all of a sudden he's going to give it to his son or his child or whatever. Now, that's not what I'm paying him for. Like some of you, when I mentioned this concept, Shemasocha, Shemichinom, so, oh, well, really, you're paying? Why don't you give it some? That's not what I'm paying him for. So, fine. And Afal Pikain, Afal Pikain, Rav is, Abai is saying in Rav, 
that if you hold Shemesh Shemosel Hashem is potter, right? Then the Gemara says even Shemesh who gives it Shemesh Now where that fits with the, with the ritual, we're not ready for yet, right? I didn't show you that ritual la locha. I was just showing that ritual because there's punctuation on the page who differentiates between Shemesh and Shemesh as far as responsibilities. Back upon him, back back to the Gemara. Okay, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, oh. could be, but but I give it to you because you're a man of means. I'll paid you ten pounds to look after it. I know if it goes wrong, I'll get the five hundred. But you've got five hundred. I'll give it to your kids. I mean, I'll never see them money again. And therefore, therefore, I'm what's the difference between Shemekhin and Shemesachah? No, no. So Shemekhin, it's only for sure. It's only for sure. I paid insurance policy by paying you to look after it for me, and I'm not going to pay an insurance policy. And, and, and if you give it, and if you give it for free, I'm getting a free insurance policy for negligence. Again, 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 insurance policy, from what we just said now, is not the right way to look at a Shema Socha. It's the right way to look at a Shail. It could be the right way to look at a Shema No, because what we're saying with Shema Socha is, he's not Chayv as an insurance policy. He's Chayv because he didn't do the standard that you expected from him. Or, or he is Chayv as an insurance. If it's insurance, he should be Chayv Insurance. No, I didn't pay that level of insurance. Okay. So, so we'll, we'll see. There's going to be a big, a big nafkim in lalocha in this, in the, the, the these these two malchim. A big nafkim in lalocha. No, okay. No one's disagreeing. Yeah. If you write down clearly what you're underwriting, then that's what you're underwriting. As far as moment, kol everything's fine. If you rent a car nowadays, you're a soicha. You go to Eldon, you rent a car, and it says on there you have even for insim on the tires, right? So I shem esocha. It says gemara. So, if you spell out what you're chayav for, that's not a problem. But we're talking about what you don't spell out, and the Torah tells you what minastam you're chayav for. So, you're making an assumption, which there is, raised about that in Achorinim. Maybe you're showing I don't remember you're showing I remember Achorinim is in the Sivas who brings that at one stage. But what you're saying is that the reason why Shemesacha pays is in order to get higher achrayim. Pashas in the Sugi is not like that. Pashat Nesugi is that this Shem is not prepared to do it for free. So you want him to do it, he's going to charge. But because you're, char- you're paying him, you want the highest standard of Shemir. Not liability. Okay, you, when you give something to Shem, let's be, let's be honest, when you give something to Shem, you don't want it that he's going to pay you, you're not going to pay. You want he's going to watch it properly. That's what you're giving it to him for. Right? You want him to watch it properly. So therefore, you're prepared to pay him if that's going to mean he's going to have to watch it better than someone who wouldn't pay. Which, if you think about it, is very mustafa. You want someone to do a job, or you, you pay peanuts, you get monkeys. You, if I'm gonna, not going to pay him at all, I'm not going to get a very good shmir. If I pay him, I'm going to get a better oh, shmir. So I don't care about the good but that's what I'm telling you. I hear that mahalach. But pashus and the sugi, that's, that, that's not the mahalach. The mahalach is, I want a good shmir. And when I pay a shmir socha, I expect to hand a, a higher standard of shmir. Therefore, when he doesn't do a high standard of shmir, he's chayav. It, it's, it's, it, what we're asking well, is in, well, in, in well, well, the, we don't see that in halakha in the sense of, you know, kesef needs to be where kesef is, but we, we don't, we're not machalik, I'm assuming, that the halakhas of where you're matzmin and where you need to be secure things change between shamikin and shamikin. All those halakhas about where. Right? Um, yes, regarding where you put it, I, I don't remember there being any chiluk, but, like we said about a roya, right? How well you guard it, or what circumstances you can say, ah, there's nothing more I could do. But Shemichelim can say that easier than Shemisocha. Because Shemisocha you expect, so you should have gone out and hired guards. Or whatever it might be. There, there, there is a, a higher duty of care expected from someone you're paying to look after it than someone who's doing it for free.
I'm not again. Yossi, there, there is there, there is raids about that, but but it's a chiddush. Those are who come out with it in a certain certain situation, which I think we covered like a number of years ago. Or leave it at the moment. Uh, I, I tell you where we covered it. We covered it with the money. When you give somebody money to take abroad, when you give it open, then they can use it, right? Since they can use it, they're liable for Geneva. Even before they use it, they're liable liable for Geneva. So what we saw. Uh, I'll tell you where we saw it. It's like a massive, massive chiddush of Moshe. We saw, if you remember, we did a tshuva legabe um, um, banks. And the tshuva legabe banks. If you give me money to look after for you, right? And I go and instead of looking after it in my safe or in my wherever it is, I put it in the bank. And I made a profit. It was a, a shaila with an almona. The person given over a lump sum of cash. I think the shaila actually originated from England, maybe even down in Gosnas, if I remember really. So a long time ago. Um, the person gives over a lump, a lump sum of cash and says, give a thousand pounds. Well, it was back in the day, in the 70s, whatever it is. Give a thousand pounds to my monarch, and the rest to my sons. Right? And the shimmer went and put all the money in the bank. And it made, in those days, you used to make interest. Some of you are old enough to remember. <laughs> time of the times when you used to make interest in the bank. Right? Um, and so, so they used to make profit uh, in the bank. And he made over how many, a long, it doesn't say how many years, but it sounds like it was a number of years. He made a sizable amount of uh, profit in the bank. And the shining now was, whose profit was it? Right? So he turned around and says, uh, I've got your money now, here's your money. And there's a shining guy with Almon, and there's a shining guy with the children, wherever, wherever it is. And there's a shining guy with the interest that he made after the Petira on the Almon's thousand pounds as well, as a separate part of the shining. Like upon him, what we would have said on the Sugya, and what I would probably still say on the Sugya, is that um, Shem is given money to look after, he's meant to look after, he's not meant to put it in the bank. You're not told to put it in the bank. Nowadays, we've got an extra reason to say maybe why he wouldn't want you to put it in the bank, whatever. Back upon him. Um, so therefore, when you put it in the bank, you're effectively, effectively a ganav. You're a ganav. Well, if you're putting it there to make profit. You're saying shame. Well, that's a. Well, we haven't seen Absolutely, that lot. Yeah, effectively, what you're doing is you've decided you've given me money to look after, and I've decided to invest it. In the meanwhile, to make myself a profit. That's what I'm doing. When you put money in the bank, you're investing it, right? He was doing it for the owner. The owner right? Was there. He wasn't. He wasn't giving them at all. He found them, no. No, he was giving them to look after, and then when the guy finally came back, uh-huh. he said, "All this taboo, um, all to you. I'm talking about the chickens, right? Uh, but, but again, I hear. But, but, but the mice, a person gives you money, if you invest it, there's always a risk. Now, banks might be very, very low risk, or maybe not, depending. But, but th- there's a risk, right? So, I would have said, and I'd still, still say, that if you give money to someone, he goes and invests it, so that he can make profit on the side, which was this person's intention. That he can make profit on the side, then, 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 then that profit belongs to him. That profit belongs to him. In the event of an illness, but you've not lost anything. No, no, no I'm, I'm just saying. He has, he has invested the money on the side. The profit belongs to him. The shaman. Yeah. That's what I would have said. Yeah. But Moshe turns around with a massive, massive chiddush and says, no, you know why uh, 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 when a person gives you money, um, he, wants, he wants you to be like, he wants, how does it go, Moshe? He says he gives, he gives you money and, and, and so that you can use it. Right? Money opens so that you can use it. Right, why does he give you money open so that you can use it? Because that way you're more liable. Yossi's for 
he gives you money that you can use it because that ups your liability so he's got like a free insurance policy that's only true before the banks came, to, came around but now that he can have sec- absolute security by you putting money in the bank and it makes a profit as well for sure Das Kovni Adam when they give you uh, 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 money is that you should deposit in the bank for them and the profit is theirs and therefore the interest goes a very big and that, that, I don't remember ever seeing before of Moshe as uh, I, I, I said I've seen this before I think I'm getting mixed up I don't remember ever seeing before of Moshe the reverse psychology of, of, of Shemus Sacher normally the story of Shemus Sacher is that there's a benefit there and, and, and for him to pay the benefit make means you expect a higher standard of Shemur and therefore if he doesn't do it he's takah in the come back to the sugya. so this is according to Rav says your potter why? because at the end of the day I've been Muslim Leben Das I've given it to a person who's a responsible person, so you can't consider it negligence in the fact that I've given it over to him. Going to the Lambgins with us. who says that Shemesh Shemosel Hashem is Chayev, which is how we paskin, Loimi Boy Shemesh Shemosel Hashem Echinom. Not only Shemesh Socha who gives it to Shemesh Echinom to Guri Gorid Lashemosel, where he's downgraded the Shemira, that's where he's Chayev. Even if I'm a Shemichinom and I give it to Shemichinom, I pay myself. Think about it. You give me something to look after for free and I'm looking after it and I now need to go away and I, and I don't have any trouble with you so I want to make sure there's no, there's no hassle at all. So I actually pay someone to look after it. I can't find anyone to look after it free. I pay someone to look after it. I'm still Chayev. Why? Because you can say to, to me afterwards, this is Abayah speaking now the reason why you can say is you don't trust anyone else you don't want anyone else to look after it you, you, wanted, you wanted me to look after your chifetz and no one else says Rashi Rav Potter, just below the arrow Rav Potter, Mikol Mashoyo Nipotter Im Shomer Hu Atzmoy important Rashi only Potter from whatever he would have been Potter. So if he's a Shesacha who be Chayefik Nev Aveda and he hands it over to Shemechinom, right? Avada, he is still Chayef Nev Aveda. That's Poshet. We don't say that now because you're going to someone responsible there for the Jew, the, you're paying me to look after it. So that means you're paying me. Here, let's use Yossi, Yossi's Lashon. You've taken out a policy that, that if it gets stolen or lost, I'm going to be Chayef. Going back to the Shiloh, who's actual that we're not ready for it. we're not ready for that yet that, 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 exactly we're not we're, let's hold off on that that tuck is going to have to come up in the studio chayv afilu ba'insim right now if you hold shemish mosul shemish chayv afilu ba'insim so you gave it to me to look after and I'm a shemish chinom I pay someone else to look after it. so I'm upgrading the liability and an oinus happens where he's potter and I should be potter and he makes sure the oinus happens I'm still chayv if you hold your potter, no new potter. So that's not only we said that's not only where you've um, upgraded, but even where you've downgraded your potter. Queen's around the contribution. Fuck it. Says more vital. Amram Chista. Hold a rav. This which rav says shemish mosul shemer is potter. He didn't actually say explicitly. We learned it from a story. There were these gardeners. Every day they used to leave their, their spades and, and shovels and ditches and, 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 and traps, whatever they used to use their gardening tools with a certain old lady. 
יום אחד, אפקדינו לגבי אחד מנאיו. One day they left it with one of the gardeners. שמה קולה בהילולה. He heard some party in the area. נופק עוזר לאפקדינו לגבי דהי ספטר. So he wanted to go and join the party. So he went and deposited the gardening tools with this grandmother who they'd always normally deposit it with. ועוסר איגנוב מראיו. And Taki then got stolen from this grandmother. So also the Kamei de Rav, a pottery. He came in front of Rav, and Rav said the potter. This is where it's very important when you hear a person say halacha to make sure they've cut the whole scenario of what, of what happens at the time. So man de chaz potter. The person who's watching thought, what do you mean? We've got a gardener. He's been given over these spades by his friends. He's handed them over to an old lady. So he's shemish masel and he's potter. Must be the shemish masel shema is potter. So there's one. That's not the case. Vilei. Since on a normal day, the rest of the gardeners had no problem depositing their, 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 their tools with this old lady, so that puts this old lady on the approved list. What do you mean? On every other day that you give it to this old lady. So since she's on the approved list, you can't say I don't trust her to look after it, because you give it to every other day of the week you give it to her. So now when you give it to me, I'm allowed to pass it on to her. So the Gemara that missed the point. They hadn't cut the, 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 why Rav was passing what he was passing. And based on that, they thought there's machlokas in Rav and Rechon, but it says, no, actually, in actual fact, there is no machlokas. There is no one who holds that Shema Shemos Shema is Potter. Everyone holds your chayv. As I thought, Gemara. This topic just reminds me of a Shaila a number of years ago. Uh, somebody went to ask Yashiv the metal bag ties. Quite famous, this one. Someone's asked me, Milashu, the metal bag, you know, bag closures? You know, the white Sandwich ones? Bag. Sandwich bags. Right, so, so somebody went to ask him, Milashu, are you allowed to, to it, use it on Shabbos? And he said, it's also. And someone else went to ask him, Milashu, are you allowed to use bag ties? And, you know, Milashu, like, nowadays, his aides in Mukhaim, you get driven mad with millions of shiners around the clock. So someone asked him, are you allowed to use bag closures on Shabbos? And he said, yes. So probably, I'm guessing this part, but probably if it's anything like with Rebchaim, they each brought out their own kutrasim, of all the, you know, uh, different shires they drank the, the Gdolim man with, Meshuggah with, and someone somewhere said some epis knapnish, you know, Rilash is passing one kutras is awesome, and one is saying is mutter. So the two of them went together with their bag closures to Rilash, and said, uh, mutter also. So he said, show, show me again how you use it. So he said, oh, good. He turns it once and he turns it twice. And if you turn it once, it's not a Kesha Shokayama, it can open easily, so you can do it on Shabbos. He, when he showed me how are you allowed to use it on Shabbos, he turns it twice, twice is a Kesha Shokayama. So, so that you can't use it on Shabbos. Now, again, this is the dance you're going asking, having a, a role, your role, who you ask a Shaila to, is he knows you and he knows how he has to explain it for you to get the right answer in your minds that you don't, you know, uh, upon him. But here you find in the Sugya that, 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 you know, there's a Gansa Shemish Moshe Shemish, a Potter, in which circumstances, and the whole thing was posh because the person who was watching the Shaila hadn't thought what actually happened. Yeah.